Happy Tuesday. Today we're gonna to talk a little bit about what your customer is looking for out of you and your frontline staff. What you can do to make them excited about coming back to your facility and do you actually care? All of this after the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Hello and welcome to Find the Green. Today we are going to talk about what you and your staff need to do to illustrate to your customers that you are over the moon about them being at your facility. There are so many different places that I've been to and customers that I've talked to that said that they will never go back to that facility again because they felt like nobody cared that they were there. And the funny thing is, they're not asking for exceptional, over-the-top, oh-my-goodness kind of service. They just want to be recognized that they're there. Here are a few examples of what I've heard. Their ranger, they only saw him once, and the only time they saw him is because they hit the ball in the water, and he was fishing golf balls out of the water and had an entire basket full of golf balls that he found that day while he was working. Well, you know, that could be a problem. And also, we have other times when staff is sitting there on their cell phone and they are standing at the counter when a customer walks in and generally is in a rush to try to make that turn from 9 to 10. And this person is standing behind the counter playing on their phone for a long period of time until they look up and say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. Well, that's because you were staring at your phone while they stood in front of you for two minutes. These are the things that really grab those customers and say, do they even care that I'm at this facility? I paid $200 today to come and play golf at this facility and it doesn't seem like anybody cares that I'm here. I drive out and I get done with my round and there's nobody there to say, hey, Mr. Thompson, how was your round today? Did you have a good time? Is there anything that we could have done that would have made it a little better? Or even just picking up the golf cart at the end. These are small things that can happen during the operations that mean so much. And I'm not even going to talk about when they come in through the pro shop at the end of the round and somebody literally says, hey, and that's it. Instead of, hey, how was your round? Well, it probably would have been better if I could make a putt. Well, Mr. Johnson, we got some of the greatest new putters in. You definitely need to come over and check it out. You've now turned something frustrating into something positive. My entire soapbox that I'm on is the lifetime value of the golfer. And if you do not build that relationship with those golfers that are coming in, then they don't care. It's one of those situations where you need to take that little extra step, that extra 30 seconds, that extra minute of time that makes that connection with that golfer. That is the reason why they choose to come back. It's no other reason. If they feel as though that staff is excited about them being at the facility, then they will come back. I have seen so many mediocre golf courses that have great customer service that pack their tee sheet out every single week. 
But I've also seen those really great golf courses that have horrible customer service and they can't get 20 or 40 players on the golf course on the weekend. All of these things happen because of service. And what we all know is that golf is a recreational sport. So it is an experience for that golfer. Now, it's true that we do provide merchandise and golf clubs and meals, but the overall reason why that person is at the facility is for the experience of playing golf. Now, with any service industry, it is imperative that the staff builds a relationship with that person so that the staff can understand the reason why that person is there, what their needs are when they go to the golf course. Is it looking for social interaction? Is it getting exercise? Is it trying to shoot the best score that they could ever shoot? Every person that comes to the golf course has different reasons why they're there. It could be they really like the hot dogs that we have in the snack bar. Or it could be because we have the best merchandise discounts on XYZ shoes in the tri-state area. So every person has a different reason for coming to the facility. And without building that relationship with them, you'll never know what that true reason is. So this is my challenge to you. I want you to pick out 10 people over the next week and just spend one minute, maybe two minutes with them, asking them just a few questions about themselves. Why they play golf? When did they start playing golf? Do they have any family members that play golf? Do they have any friends that play golf? Why do they enjoy coming to your facility versus some of the other ones in the area? These are some of the questions that really can help you understand a person and understand why they are choosing your facility over all the other facilities that are in the area. Now, if you're in an area that only has one golf course, then we kind of have a good idea why they're choosing your facility. But why are they coming out with only one person? Do they only have one friend? Are they looking for groups to play with? Do they enjoy just playing with their friend and that's their one time that they get to come out and be with just each other and hang out and be able to spend four hours with conversation between the two of them. So this one person that we have just talked about, they could enjoy the company of their one friend. They could be looking for groups of people and all that can be found out by just getting to know that person. And if you actually do something that makes them enjoy the game more, or let's say they are somebody that's looking for a group to play with and they only have one friend and you say, all right, Mr. Thompson, I am really excited about you coming out and I'd love seeing you out here every week. How can we make the game a little bit more fun for you? And he comes back and says, you know, I'd like to have a couple more people play in my group. Well, that tells you 100% right there that he could enjoy his round more if you were able to make that happen. So there are other people that have that same request. And if you can match them up personality wise, you might just build somebody's relationship with a friend that they're probably going to have for the rest of their golfing life. 
Generally, when you can hook up some people on the golf course and they click and they actually enjoy being on the golf course together, they tend to play golf with each other a lot more and they tend to play a lot more often at your golf course. So by building those relationships amongst the golfers, it also increases the amount of time that they play at your golf course. So not only are you bringing more people to the golf course because you've just group them together, but they're also coming more frequently. So these are the two things that we look for when we start to talk about building rounds. It's either get more people to come or get them to play more often. So by doing this, we've now achieved both. But I could sit here and talk about Mr. Thompson all day long. But the main reason why this has kind of got into my head and I really wanted to get out and tell you guys about this is I saw something online and it really frustrated me a little bit because I saw a customer reaching out to this golf course, trying to get them to just say, hey, we hear you and absolutely no response at all. And what happened was this person went on to Google. And as we all know, or hopefully know, when you type in the name of your golf course that you're at on Google, then off to the right hand side, there's a little box that pops up that has photos of your golf golf course that are put on there by anybody that can put photos on there. And then there's directions to your facility. And this golf course actually had something that said, own this business, which means that they don't even have access to all of the different reviews and have the ability to answer back any of these reviews that are actually popping up on there. So unfortunately, you can have some of the worst reviews or you can have some of the best reviews and you have no access to being able to actually respond back to them. And what that tells the customer is, I don't care. I don't have the time to make a comment on whether you love the golf course and the golf carts or the parking is great or it's a beautiful country setting. These are great things that you could go, well, thank you. We really enjoy our facility. We love the country setting that we have available. You know, these are areas where that customer went out of their way to go on Google and write something positive about your facility. And without any sort of feedback from you, it's not going to happen anymore. And these are the positive reviews. Think about some of the bad reviews. Like, for example, here's one. The title of it is Tried to Visit. I've sent several emails for weeks and absolutely no one has responded. I have concerns when they had advertised their contact information, but no one responds after several attempts. I even reached out to their Facebook page with no response. Would you go to that facility after reading that? No way. The fact that... Nobody responded at all after several attempts on different social platforms and email and got zero response and to this day still have not responded to this review that was posted back in July. Whoosh. All right, well... Let's take a, a brief time out here, okay? And we're gonna completely jump out of the role of golf professional or owner or somebody that is connected with building revenue at the golf course. And let's, let's go on a trip. Let's say we're gonna go to Tennessee and we're gonna do something outside in Tennessee. And so I've never been to parts of Tennessee. And so how about we look at 
TripAdvisor and look up the Great Smoky Mountains Waterfall Adventure. Now, it looks like a pretty fun little thing and there's a lot of cool stuff to do. And believe it or not, there is a review on here that says, we had a lovely hike with Debbie to see the falls. It was my 50th birthday treat. No fall colors yet, but lots to see. And then right after that, the owner of the Waterfall Adventure Place said, so glad that you were able to enjoy your birthday in our little corner of paradise. We look forward to showing you another trail in the near future. How does that person feel about what just happened there? What an amazing response for somebody that went to spend their 50th birthday at that facility. What a great experience capitalized with a quick note from the owner of the Smoky Mountain Waterfall Adventure. And now they have something to talk about. What a great, great experience. What a great experience. Example. Now, on the other side, we're going to go to another place in Tennessee and I've never been here, so let's let's talk about it. The review that we see is a one-star review that says, Horrible. The people are rude and conditions are dangerous. Find another place. The workers are not sociable or personable at all. Do you want to go? I know I don't. I, I'm actually trying to figure out when I have some time in my schedule to go to the Great Smoky Mountains Water Adventure. That sounds like a great way to spend some time. But as you can see, just by the way that we read those reviews, it changes our perception of what to expect when we go to that facility or if we even go to that facility. So by not owning the business that is on Google or TripAdvisor or any of these review sites, you have no way to be able to make that connection with somebody that said something about your facility, good or bad, and you don't have any way to either enhance what they said and get somebody like me that says, wow, not only did they get a good review, but the owner actually said something about it and we're very happy that they came out. What a great way to take ownership like that. But even the negative review, if you had the ability to say, I'm sorry that you had a poor experience, please feel free to reach out and contact us. We would like to make it right. Just having that kind of attitude will not only show that customer that came out that you really feel bad that they had a poor experience, but it also shows anybody that's interested in going there that you really kind of put your money where your mouth is and are willing to make sure that they have a good experience with the activity that you're providing. Well, that's about where I'm going to wrap it up. I wanted to get you out of the facility and understand that just continuing that relationship, doing whatever you can to add on to that experience, make that relationship with that customer stronger and increase that lifetime value of the golfer. Have a great week. Oh, P.S. Make sure that you talk to those 10 people, find out a little bit more about them and contact me. Tell me what you said. Tell me what you learned. All you have to do is send me an email or contact me on any of the social media that we have. I will get back to you just like I recommend that you get back to anybody that contacts you. All right, here's the outro. Thanks for listening to this week's Find the Green podcast with PGA Master Professional Jason Rockhold. Hit subscribe now to get the latest Find the Green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week. 
email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Find the Green.